What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. So grateful to be back as always. And today we are doing a little bit of talking about the joy of service. Service, people. Service. You know, I can't emphasize enough how I'm just so grateful for the vast amount of blog views, the visitors, you know, the random people, uh, random wonderful people and followers who are actually buying uh, buying my courses, uh, you know, communicating with people, uh, you know, iron out a lot of details, getting ready for the month of February and all this other great stuff. But, you know, I just realized that like with my podcast and how everything's blowing up, it's all, it all comes down to service. You know, every week, every day could be a new week for you, for you to give your best, right? Regardless of the challenges that are in front of you right now, you're faced in your life, the obstacles, man, listen, you should be blessed that you're going to be act, uh, interacting with different people this week. You're going to be able to bring the A game, whether you're listening to this on a Thursday or Friday or even a Monday, if you get real lucky. But, you know, I just want to focus a little bit on Monday, although I'm doing this a little bit off Monday, because again, you may have heard, you know, the different Mickey Mouse entrepreneurs out there that always say, oh, you only live for 33% of your life. And I think they were talking, uh, or probably like more, le like less than 30%. Uh, they always talked about, oh, if you live for, you know, the weekend, your life is blah, 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 you know, and to, a, and to an extent, yes. But you know what? I'm going to put this more philosophical. People drudge into Monday because they think about the task. They think about doing the thing that they really don't want to do. Uh, they talk, think about the obligations instead of, uh, wow, it's an opportunity to serve. You know, I've heard so many different stories online of, you know, people uh, being threatened their job and, you know, being threatened to write up at work if they, you know, miss their mother's funeral or they're not able to spend those last moments with, you know, a family member who has terminal cancer. And it just goes to show you that, you know, sometimes in the midst of us always serving, whether we're doing it and we're not, we're being underappreciated or, you know, we're just asking for a little decency, a little human from a manager in any type of company and they just don't give it to us. But, oh man, that's why I always tell you guys, there always has to be an opportunity for you to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to escape this. I'm going to give this up. I'm not going to continue enduring in this specific job anymore because they don't appreciate me, my time and my family enough. And I should appreciate those things more than anything else, especially a job. And so, you know, I know it's hard for a lot of people out there, but, you know, starting days and weeks and months, whatever it may be with prayer, if that's something that you do, me, meditation, uh, my morning mindset, you know, uh, which I always do. I fill out those 10, uh, the 10 questions every single morning, the evening review, you know, and capturing the, the beautiful things in regards to the joy of serving, you know, being mindful and excellent, you know. Um, and it comes down to that believing and giving, right? So if you're one of those people where you start your day off on the wrong step and, you know, there are complaints, you're digging into email boxes, other people's tasks and agendas will ultimately become your agenda. Just ask yourself and just say, you know what, just start your Monday with a statement, an affirmation, a prayer, a mantra, 
just to put yourself in a good place to anchor yourself in the morning, you know, and a statement or affirmation to make sure you have a mindset required to serve at the level you want to that specific day, this day. Because if you do that, life ultimately becomes joyful. You get the opportunity to help people this week. That's a true contribution. And that's a generation of like a, a very generous nature for anyone to have, right? Because you get to be a service to others. You know, getting a job to solve problems that you're passionate about, maybe doing things with people that give you the joy and committed to a project, you know, really loving like working with people, helping them, such as what I do with my podcast, integrating what I do into my pot, you know, my uh, like integrating what I do every day into my podcast, my ESL podcast, you know, primarily. And, you know, it was very difficult in 2000, uh, what is it, 2016, because I felt like, my sir, I put analytics into my service. And what I mean by that is my happiness was predicated on how many people were listening to me. But instead, I said, with the people who do listen to me, that's where my happiness is. See, I completely changed that. Being able to serve that small amount. See, a lot of you. For the first time, people in Tokyo, people in different parts of Florida, and my beautiful Melbourne, Australia, you guys are listening to me. And I had a little bit of a rite of passage. It was a beautiful comment that a girl who I still speak to today, uh, Indonesian, she lives at, she's Balinese from Bali. And she told me, why wasn't I doing my podcast anymore? And I said, oh, well, you know, people aren't listening to me. She's like, but the people who are listening to you, they need your voice and you owe it to them. You began this journey. It's not about you anymore. It's about them. Do your podcast. And I remember she told me that probably back in October, probably about July, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, more than likely July, because that was before my lead up to that first Valley trip. And when she told me that, I said, you know what? You're right. And I, I didn't look at podcasting as a habit. I had to return probably about two years later and say, oh, this is something that I love to do. 2018 being that year with the ESL podcast and so many other things had taken off, doing a lot of special collaborations with a lot of beautiful souls that I had the opportunity to share platforms and share videos and Zoom calls and Facebook lives and stuff with. Um, And I learned so much about that because then I integrated it and went from it just being a behavior to a passion. And that passion ultimately became a characteristics and that characteristics became ultimately who I am today, you know? And being able to connect with the idea that I get to serve people through my podcast is joy and love in me, you know? And whatever I could do to set up that mindful intention, whether it be, you know, practicing or a service or being authentic and being generous, that's the joy of service. So first, I want you to anchor yourself every morning, whatever that means to you. Like I had already stated, whether it's prayer, whether it's affirmation, whatever it may be. Second, I remember that you can be generous to your peers. This one was huge for me. And it was huge because I realized that how touching I can be in some of the peers' lives that I actually work alongside Uh, And I normally see them on a Saturday, uh, Sunday, and Monday. And what was so beautiful about this was that 
you know, they would come to me and they would say, hey, you know, uh, you know, we're, you know, uh, are you going to give us a Christmas present, this, that? And I remember I was going to get, uh, give them like a very cheap coffee. And then my girlfriend was like, no, get them Starbucks. And when my girlfriend said that, by her saying that, it said exceed expectations. Doing more than what you're paid to do. Doing more than what people expect of you. So I went in there with all that Starbucks. And I never saw how unbelievably happy people were from a Starbucks. I don't know the reason how, I, I guess I poured happiness into their life by doing that. It was one of the greatest feelings in the world. And I didn't know that it would be so heartfelt, but you know, sometimes we just misinterpret things. And so, you know, being able to buy that green tea made me realize that, wow, these people really do appreciate what I just did for them. But sometimes people don't say thank you. Not that, no, not that specific situation, but people don't say thank you. They don't appreciate, they don't recognize what you and your praises, your appreciation, your acknowledgement. And that could be very difficult. So if you're head of a household, maybe you're a parent, maybe you're a mentor, sometimes these people don't say thank you. Listen, guys, I think in one month, I might get five followers on my Instagram, both pages. I might. Now, those people follow me. Some of them do follow me from Spotify, and I have to ask them, where do you know me from? And they say, oh, I know you from Spotify. Some of them don't say thank you. Some of them from Brazil and Mexico, the most majority of them, they always do give me that beautiful message saying, oh my God, thank you so, so much, you know? And it's such a beautiful thing, but sometimes it feels like we're kind of underappreciated, right? So if you look at those Christmases, you know, and I, I always get really personal during Christmas, although I really don't care anymore because obviously having a girlfriend and everything, having my mom, having, you know, my best friend and stuff like you know, and stuff like that. I don't, you know, I don't, on, on Thanksgiving, I was poolside at the Sophie tale and I sent a whole bunch of voice messages just for the sake of it, because I really wanted to. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to share this love with everyone. Those people, they didn't come back around for Christmas. They didn't come back around for New Year's. They didn't come back around for anything. And it was totally okay. Because if I say something and some people read it and didn't even respond, it's not that, okay, no, I'm not going to go back to them, but that underappreciation, totally understand that, you know, but not many people think like us, right? And sometimes we think it's just transactional, like with my students, but sometimes I'm able to, to build a beautiful relationship after that, you know, and that's what I love so much about what I do, you know, a, there was always the saying from Les Brown, he, he would always say, oh, it's really lonely at the top, and you guys probably have heard that a lot, or it's lonely in that last extra mile. And Brian Tracy, he said, if you're lonely at the top, you did it wrong. Don't expect everyone to appreciate the accolades, the appreciation, all that. That's just expectation. But if you feel lonely at the top, wherever you are, then you're not really connected to them, to your family, to your friends, whatever it may be, to the team. Don't expect that team to reward you if you keep telling yourself, oh, it's lonely at the top, but then during Christmas, you get these high profile ass millionaires completely lonely during the Christmas season because they always saw it as a, it's me at top. I don't care about the rest rather than, you know what? Let's all get together and let's go. Such a beautiful thing, right? So I'm going to give you a nice little challenge. Be generous this week. 
you know, and asking for generosity of others to support you, forget about it. I'm talking about finding joy in service, even in giving back to maybe your family. And it's always about asking for feedback too. It's not about, oh, thank you so much. You know, what podcast did you like? It's kind of like, hey, you know what? Um, does this support you? Is there anything I could do better? Because if you don't do that, then you're edging yourself into martyrdom, right? You're just like, that's not true empathy. You're not asking what people need. That's called egoism. You know, if you look at a lot of different entrepreneurs out there, are they doing things that people really want? No. They're on a set schedule and they're like, okay, we're going to do this, this, and this. And what I love so much about Growth Day is I'm able to obviously, okay, number one, all right. Number two, all right. Number three, I know month after month what's happening. How to kill 2022. True fulfillment. Relationships. They listen. And he always asks, hey, so let me know what you guys are doing. Let me know what you guys think about this. It's so beautiful. A multimillionaire, the best high-performance coach in the world who I aspire to become coming up in the next couple of years in terms of high performance, him asking for that feedback. So another thing I want you to do, going back to the whole, you know, this whole podcast at hand, the joy of service, is reflect on your days to capture that meaning, please. Finish your day journaling, even if it's two to five minutes, right? The moments you find meaningful. Otherwise, what's going to happen is people are going to compliment you and you're just going to forget. Mm. And you know what? The levels of appreciation, they go away. You know, but if you're able to compliment, people are going to support you. They're going to get your back. You know, the kids are going to help you with those dishes. See, if you're not capturing those little moments of things of other people serving you, life just goes by as a blur. And you know what? The last two to three years, they've probably been a big blur altogether. Right? 2019, you know, I would have to go back and write down all the little things. That's why I write a lot of blogs and I'm writing blogs again to capture a lot of different things as well as journaling. But you know, things go by so quickly. And these, these things just happen at such a rapid rate where I'm just like, oh my God, you know, 2019, do I remember what happened? And then I have to go back and say, okay, well, you know, I saw my Facebook memories. It reminds me of a lot of things and potentially uh, almost getting, you know, uh, what is it, UOB as a client. Uh, didn't work, I ended up getting the flu although not the best, but I ended up meeting a wonderfully wonderful friend uh, in, uh, from Malaysia who I no longer speak to, and that's totally fine. But, you know, going to Malaysia and having that experience, and then, you know, 2019, it was a brutal year, but I ended up getting a few companies. I ended up capturing a lot of moments and having that girl stand before me in that business, you know, uh, on the outskirts of uh, Bangkok saying, you know what, thank you so much for you helping us and my entire cell staff. And of course, if I go back there today, I bet you probably only like 10% of the staff maybe remains if you get lucky because obviously COVID, you know? Um, but at the same time, you know, going back and capturing those moments, that's why I love doing the will of life. That's why I love journaling. That's why I love doing the evening journal. 
because I could capture the days of what people give me. Listen, I could capture the days of the beautiful uh, maids of this condo always saying good morning to me. They don't have to, but they do. Maybe they're obliged to, but I always give them a response and they're amazed because I want them to know that we're all in it and I'm going to bring that joy just as well. You bring the joy to me. The security guards that open things up and always salute me, I always salute them back. I always say hello. I always have small talk with them because I want to just let them know that they are just as important in this world as me. That's capturing the moments. You know, psychologists have even found that not only do people journal and feel less stressed, more confident, more aware, not only do they have more energy, get promoted faster, but the most beautiful thing is that they have a higher sense of life satisfaction. Life satisfaction. Like, do you wake up with that insatiable hunger to just wow the world? Decade after decade, capturing those moments. And you know what's so amazing about it? At the very beginning, when you're, you're journaling about gratitude, is it just because you get like one or two grateful items a day, they end up noticing five to six. So when you become more aware of the beautiful things that you could be very, very grateful for, there was a guy right before this podcast, as a matter of fact, I just met him and this is a beautiful story. He is Kurdish. If you guys don't know about the Kurdish, this is a big story seven years ago. They were all on top of a hill in Syria. If they had come down, they would have been executed. He is Kurdish from Syria and now he's living in Kurdistan in Iraq. And he said, I got a test Wednesday. So I gave him some props and today I said, you know what? Let me message him good luck on the test. So at 9.45 a.m., I said, good luck on your test. He said, thank you so much, sir. One of the best teachers in my life. That's a moment I always capture. Someone from, someone who's Kurdish, who was ostracized and just in so many things that he had to overcome. Talk about obstacles, believe that. That's one of the most beautiful things and it just hits me in so many levels. And capturing that, I can say, man, that today was just a beautiful day. And so whether you're waking up on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it does not matter. Being generous of others, honing in and journaling those beautiful things that people share with you, capturing all the reasons to why you see the service that you're doing in the world. That's what makes a difference. And so in saying that, people, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to another wonderful episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. Stay tuned for another one. I'm your host as always. Capture the moments over and out.